Our reading this morning is very brief, but don't be deceived. It's uh, very profound as we look forward to one of the greatest, or the greatest transition that the world will see in the future. It comes at the end of Paul's chapter on love, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11 to 12. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now, we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Transitions. We go through constant transitions in our life. Um, they're unavoidable. It's just a part of being alive. And uh, when I think about a transition, and we've already talked to Ed and Maureen about a major transition happening in their life, uh, there may be a major transition happening in your life. I don't know. Um, but with transitions, as one of the emphasis that we're going to be looking at over the next number of weeks... Uh, I wanted to say uh, we need to learn to use change as an opportunity to be changed for good and for God. We need to use change as an opportunity to be changed for good and for God. How Do you do change well? No. How many people do not do change well? Like change not, not me, don't count me in, don't want to do... Don't want to do major change and all that. So you look at these things and you think, well, change isn't very easy, but we are put into circumstances where we are called to change. Things change around us all the time. And as we go through these various transitions, because that's what transition is, is a change of circumstances from one situation to another, I think we need to frame our thinking. We need to frame our thinking in terms of these as opportunities um, they are opportunities. They're also danger zones. I think that transitions are potential danger zones and transi transitions are also potential growth zones. It really just depends on how we approach those things. Uh, transitions can be times where we feel very disoriented. Uh, we can feel very destabilised. Certain circumstances might make our lives feel very dismantled. And so as we face certain unavoidable transitions, uh, we can feel great fear. There are a number of difficult things that we have to go through where things will be different as a result of what we're facing and going through. So they are potential danger zones. We need to recognise that in our own lives. But friends, we need to recognise that in others' lives. I'm, I'm overwhelmed this morning with the need for us to look at each other's lives, to look at the next door neighbour, to look at the person in this church and ask ourselves about transitions. What is that person, this person going through? Because we need to recognise that they are growth possibilities and danger possibilities in every transition. The challenge is, of course, is to use transitions as opportunities to change us for good and for God. Uh, as Christians, we go into transitions and things change around us. But I tell you what, friends, what doesn't change is our Christian thinking. 
our values, our beliefs and our conduct and the rhythms of things that shape us into being like Christ. So no matter what happens around us, no matter what things we're forced through, we take with us our faith into each space and we live out for Jesus, who we are in him in every way. And so even though things around us are changing, as we move into change, we are being changed for good and for God. We're being changed into more and more the likeness of Jesus. And even if things are are completely, our world is in a turmoil, these, these are potentials for us to cling to Jesus, to grow to be more like him. There are a number of things in which... Uh, when you think of transitions, the list is endless. These are the ones that just bolted straight out of my brain. Uh, even from for little people. We, we had all those little kids going to school in oversized uniforms, which look hilarious. Parents post them. They like to post them with these little cards which say which class they're in and all this kind of stuff. And really, uh, school pants are coming down like way below the knees these days. The parents have bought them for grade three and stuck a kindergarten kid in them. And the head that looks like a sombrero. So, you know, you know it's got this enormous stuff. It's been given growth potential. It's called tight wad parent that doesn't want to buy it, you know. Kids are walking around in clown boots as opposed to shoes that fit them because they'll grow into them when they're 12. (laughs) It's hard for little kids. It's tough. Who remembers their first days at school? Who gave it? Yeah, look, you traumatised a lot of you. (laughs) Who had a bit of a cry? friend of mine, Frankie Baldry, came up and I was bawling my eyes out sitting on the school seat. I still remember this. And Frankie Baldry came up to me and he said, what's wrong with you? I said, I miss my mum. He said, I miss my mum too. Let's go play. <laughs> he saw me doing hard transition and he came and, and, came and grabbed me as a neighbour of mine and we went and played. So it was just awesome. Trans- it, little people go through transitions. Childhood into, into adolescent. That's scary. Wow, looking in the mirror, things are getting ordinarily weird. Teens to adults, school to uni, school from uni to work, leaving home, getting married, having kids, empty nest, divorce, health crisis, death of a spouse, new job, retrenchment, retirement, relocation. The list is endless. These can be chances for growth. These can be chances to stumble. So as we face all of these things, there is an opportunity because change is happening. We can be changed for good and for God. And so when uh, Paul was thinking about his transition, and of course there are two transitions, he's talking about growing up as a human being, he's also foreshadowing the transition from this life into the next in the next verse. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. So a part of growth, a part of change, a part of transition is growing up. And what Paul is saying here is his transition to what it meant to be a Christian adult, to be a person who was fully formed in God, a person that had changed. He talks about 
how part of our process as we grow to be more like Christ, our thoughts needs to change, our talk needs to change, our reasoning needs to change and our ways need to change. How much change are you going through at the moment in those departments? How, how I, how's your thought life? How's our talk? How's our reasoning? And how is our behaviour? Because these are the forefronts in which growth can happen as we go through various transitions. And so Paul talks about, when I was a child, I, did, I, you know, I thought like a child, I talked like a child, I reasoned like a child, I, my ways were that of a child. But as we grow up as people... And as we grow into Christ, these are the things that are constantly changing. These are the things that are constantly developing. The way that we think, the way that we talk, the way that we reason, and the way that we behave. And so when I uh, open up the Pandora's box of trying to explore what academics say about the transitions from childhood to adulthood, and there's just way too much information out there, but some of the consensus of things is when a person transitions from childhood, their abstract thinking, their morality, their ethics, their spirituality, their politics, their social being and their philosophical basis all develop. And so what Paul was saying, and he goes on to say in Corinthians, he says, brothers and sisters, stop thinking like children. Friends, as our transition grows to be more and more like Christ, we need to give up infantile thinking stop thinking like children in regard to evil be infants so in regard to doing wrong things be naive be inexperienced be like a child because if you've raised children and you you see what social media can just gush forth one of the things you're very aware of is you want them to remain as young and as innocent as possible and it's not always easy what are you watching is a great question for parents to make sure that uh, devices are in the right thing. So, you know, infants, little children are meant to be innocent in this way. And, but in your thinking, be adults. So Paul's talking to us. So the writer of the Corinthians is talking to us about our need to mature. And friends, transitional change gives us opportunities to transition into maturity more and more. And in Ephesians 4.14, then we will no longer be infants, because how is an infantile Christian described? There will no longer be infants tossed forth back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. So friends, we need to be growing up in our Christian thinking because as things get shot across our bow and they get shot across our bow regularly, to stand for Christian thinking and Christian values in our society is going to be a more and more challenging space. Is anybody in my world? It is going to be a more and more challenging space. We need to have our Christian thoughts. We need to have our, our understandings well thought through. We need to have a biblical basis for what we do and think so that we're not going to be infantile, tossed around by this opinion, tossed around by that opinion. We know who we are. We know what we believe. We know the one that we believe in. And we have made sense of the world and interpreted Christ to the world around us. And so as we grow up, we grow up into these things. Sometimes transition, and uh, it comes across my social feed, but sometimes I get a little bit concerned about what, um, what I hear is going on in other pulpits. 
uh, and when they always talk about changes, change is always going to be bigger. We're always going to have a better, brighter future. We're going to have dream goals and we're going to be uh, banking this and we're going to be doing all those kinds of things. There's this constant spin that comes across my social media feed. But I want to say this, that change... Transition means change, but change is not always an upgrade to bigger and better. I wouldn't get a gig preaching in some churches saying that, by the way. They'll go, you really do believe that? I go, yeah, actually, I do. Oh, oh, we don't talk that. We teach something different. Well, that's what I believe. I believe that change is not always an upgrade to something bigger and better. Is that ringing true to anybody? Does anybody understand that sometimes change is difficult? Sometimes change means culling. Sometimes change means paring back. Sometimes change um, means a reduction in circumstances. Um, Of course, Paul says, I know what it means to be in need and I know what it means to have plenty. So Paul understands, yes, it's okay to have plenty, but I also know what it's like to have need. When I look at the book, the New Testament, I don't see the apostles living the glorious the, the glorious um, life, in a sense, that they're, they're not surrounded by all the mod cons and the best of everything. When I, look at the, when I look at the book of Acts, I see people struggling in their faith. I see people in jail. I see people being executed. I see people following the way of the cross, and it's not always easy. And sometimes change is not always for the bigger and better. Sometimes we face change, and things are just difficult. Things have been reduced in our lives. And if you've been through a crisis or your family is broken up, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. But change is not always an upgrade to the bigger and the better, but we need to learn to be content in every situation because Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether I'm well-fed, hungry, whether I'm living in plenty or I'm living in want. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So no matter what our circumstances in, friends, we need to face change in the strength of Christ. We need to go into every circumstances with the change of with with the strength of Jesus. We can be content in every situation. Doesn't matter how things are changing around us, we take Jesus with us into those. We will always have Christ. Circumstances will change, but our thoughts, our values, our beliefs, our rhythms, and our identities do not change. We maintain those things that keep us centred on Jesus. These things do not change. Uh, In fact, we need to let change make us more like Jesus. We need to use change to change us to be more like Jesus, to be God's light and flavour, as Keith Farmer says, wherever we go. And sometimes, friends, there's 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 a difference between... Uh, adapting and adopting. A difference between adapting and adopting. And when we go into a new circumstances, we need to adapt to it. Ed and Maureen will be adapting to their new circumstances. Got the, got, got the workbench though, Ed. Some things you can't let go, mate. I can tell you that right now. So we adapt. 
But friends, the great danger is when we find ourselves in completely foreign circumstances that we start to adopt those things that are not necessarily Christ-like. I have seen so many students go off to universities and study various streams of humanities and sciences and anthropologies and stumble in their faith, unbelievably stumble. Somehow their whole God view of the world has crumbled. Somehow their faith is in crisis. Somehow they have, they've come up with the conclusion that it's illogical or dumb or stupid to believe in Jesus anymore. And they go into faith crisis. Instead of adapting, they have adopted They've adopted some of the things that have eroded their faith. Uh, people that go from the security of a Christian home out into the workplace where things are very different and things are not God-honouring, they find things a great challenge. And of course, we're all finding things a bit of a great challenge uh, as we get older. Did you hear that or did I need to say it louder? <laughs> that was a trick question, wasn't it, really? Yeah, one of the things I looked up in this sort of thing is that the five senses start to go a little bit. Um, I think I need a glasses upgrade for a start. I've got about four pairs that I just rotate around. <laughs> all that. How many people are aware the senses are sort of going downhill a little bit? The eyes and the ears and all that kind of stuff. Come on. Flexibility, flexibility. what is that? I don't even know what that is. All that sort of stuff. Things happen. But friends... Money saying this to this congregation will be different this evening as we do that, all right? Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly are wasting away. And everybody said, <laughs> yet we are being renewed every day. Come on, we're being renewed every day. Have we faced things? As things change, as our bodies change, as our bodies degenerate and get ready to go with God. Because that's where we're going, brothers and sisters. That's where we're going. Glory to God. As we do that, though, we outwardly waste away. What we do is we press into Jesus. We become more like him. We, as Degree by degree, our physicality changes as we age. Degree by degree, God is saying, press into Jesus. Press into Jesus. Be renewed every day in your faith. This is how we will face transitions well because we'll be pressing into Jesus. We'll be being renewed every day in our thinking. And as we face these danger zones or growth zones, let's learn to face them as potentials for growth to help us to be good and to help us to be more like God. We take into whatever situation we face, we take our thoughts, we take our values, we take our beliefs, we take our rock-solid commitment to Christ. His church and his principles will govern our lives. doesn't matter where we are. We will have Jesus as the Lord of our life and we'll rely on him as saviour and we will live that way no matter what our circumstances. Glory to God, that's what we're going to be doing because that's the way we press ahead into change. We don't let our circumstances change us for the worse. They change us to be for the good and to be like God. We become God's light and flavour wherever we go. We need to see change as an opportunity for good and for God. And uh, great news is we are all being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory. That's the transition God wants to see in our lives. A transition to be more like Christ.
This comes from the Lord, of course, who is the Spirit. Because without the Holy Spirit in our life and without a submission and an infilling, thanks Steve for that comment, an infilling of the Holy Spirit, we're never going to make it. Heavenly Father, we just pray as we now become very aware of our own transitions that we go through and are going through, we pray, the God, that you would give her a hyper-awareness in this community of Christ for the transitions that our brothers and sisters are going through. Many of them opportunity for challenge, many of them an opportunity for change for good. So help us to be loving, help us to be mindful of each other, but help us, Lord, to press in with great confidence to become more like Jesus incrementally every day, change more and more into his glory. Amen.